Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello and welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's one of those fun episodes where we get to listen to Ree rant. And that's what we call it, Ree's rant. Ree's with us now. How are you going, Ree? Everything is going excellent. I love to rant. What are we going to rant about today? Well, this is a topic that I thought uh, you would have absolutely no trouble ranting about. And it was in regards to a conversation I had with a friend of mine who's also a dance studio owner. She's a couple of um, suburbs over from me. So she's a really great friend to have because we can confide in each other, you know, problems that we're having in our business, struggles that we're having. We celebrate our wins together. But she was bragging not brag. Well, she was bragging. Yeah, she was bragging. She would be fine with me saying that. Bragging to me the other day that she'd bought a new car and she was in love with this new car. And I was so happy for her and so excited. But she said that she got some resistance and got a little bit of um, backlash from some of her clients. And I thought to myself, I've heard Ree talk about this before, because sometimes as dance studio owners, we feel like we don't have permission to earn money and to earn a living like normal people and I say that in inverted commas normal people because you know we do what we love and yes we're very lucky to do what we love but with that comes um, a little bit of guilt I guess when it comes to earning money so Re, dance studio owners should we be allowed to make some money and feel proud about it Yes, and confident that you have succeeded to make that money. So, so your story, uh, you're talking about suburbs in Australia, but it could be happening in the suburbs of America as well and does. I've heard this particular one before where a teacher actually takes their brand new car and hides it in the back of the building because they don't want any wisecrack comments from the parents. And, and some of those wisecracks are things like, wow, you can afford a new car. I must be helping you out with that. Or isn't it great that your hobby can allow you to make a living? Uh, If you believe those comments, then certainly you can feel guilty. But this is what I have to say. There should be no guilt. I once had a person tell me that that guilty means that you've done harm to another person. And that has always stuck in my mind. And that is the only thing that you need to be guilty for. And by all means, buying yourself a new car as a reward for all of your hard work does not qualify under that guilty uh, definition. My thought is I'm going to pull the car up in the front of the building, be totally proud of what it is that I've accomplished and made it so that I can financially pull this off. And if anybody has a wisecrack comment, um, I don't know if we'll have to beep this out, but you can respond to them well, I'm so excited you noticed my new car. So you must have noticed the finish box that I have been driving for the last 10 years. Thank you for being so excited for me. <laughs> yes, we will have to bleep that out. <laughs> well, we'll have to bleep that out. Bleep it, because I want them to get the point. Yes. Um, 
this is this is it. You've worked hard. You've you've been at that studio late nights, early mornings, preparing for recitals, preparing kids levels and where what classes they need to be in costumes and choreography and all the other things on top of teaching classes you should feel the reward on the financial side as as the result of this hard work and in no way shape or form should you feel guilty for making a living and and because I'm on a roll with this, this 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 makes my heart go uh, pitter patter. You have to realize that all those people who are making the comments to you are not donating their money to good causes, and and realize that they have to make a living and and raise their children in the appropriate way and drive the vehicle that they need. It's really our own inside uh, lack of confidence that would allow us to get to the point where we'd be ashamed to show that we're making a living. That's that's inside of us because people think that this thing that we do, or sometimes think because not all people think this, that this is a nice hobby and it's all about having fun, which is okay for the regular world to perceive. I'd rather that they perceived it that way. However, we all know the work that goes into this. Okay, how is that for a rant on that particular subject? And that goes that goes for the nice home, that goes for new equipment in your studio, that goes for a larger space. Just consider it all the things that you've worked towards. Other people have goals and achieve those goals. You can do the same thing and be proud of yourself. And if somebody has something to say, it's a choice on whether you're going to let it bother you or not. If you're totally confident, that comment is going to have no effect on you. It's yet another person who doesn't understand how awesome your life is and how cool it is when you hit a goal and you can buy a new car. I love that. What about for teachers, just while we're on the topic of money, what about for teachers running their own business who don't prioritize their own salary in terms of the business and Mm. will instead buy a brand new set of tutus or will, you know, maybe do a new fit out on the space instead of paying themselves what they are worthy of? Um, You just described my mother. So, Uh, I'll tell our listeners that my mother was a dance teacher. I grew up in her studio and uh, she had the belief that you just described. For her, when she had anything extra, she had to put it into the studio. And as the child of a dance teacher, from that particular perspective, I used to look and say, well, why can't we have what everyone else has? And I know now, even though my mother didn't have a good answer for that, that it was guilt and it was people not believing that there was a value in what she brought to the world or to their children. So this is, this is my answer is pay yourself. Even if you don't believe that you can, because you can always save that money and give it back to the business if it's needed. 
However, if you can pull off pulling money out and, and putting yourself on the payroll, and it turns out that you don't need to put that money back in, you're going to feel a reward like you've never felt before if you haven't paid yourself to to just know that you've made something for your hard work. I, I, I do that with different businesses that I'm running. Like a, a portion of that comes out, doesn't mean it doesn't go back in, but if I can pull off keeping that portion for myself, that's the way to think about it. And I think as well, when you pull that money out for yourself and then you have that money, it pays, it does go back into the business in passion and in hard work that you then want to reinvest into the business. Because when you're working hard every day, late at night, sequencing those tutus and answering those silly text messages from the parents that don't read the handbook, and you're not paying yourself, the level of resentment that then builds up. You don't want to go to the studio. You don't want to answer that text message. You don't want to teach that class because you really get over it a whole lot faster. If you're paying yourself and you are, you know, you know, you're worthy of that money, then everything just becomes a little bit easier. I'm with you. You said that so well, and I'll add to it. If I could think about, maybe saving enough money to go on a vacation that's just to re-nourish or rejuvenate your soul and that the value of your mindset being in a great place and wanting growth and feeling confident in yourself, what's the value of that? I say that that's even more important to invest in than the new ballet bars or the new space that would allow you to have more students, but means you must have more teachers, which means you must have more organization and people maintaining those students. Just give yourself the gift of pulling away from it and being able to get a bird's eye view of what your life is all about. Do that a couple times a year and your business will flourish. I I guarantee that. I'm sorry, Ray, I'm just going to go back. A vacation that's not at a dance competition? I don't know what you mean. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if I've said (laughs) said that on this podcast before, but for the moms and dads out there that are listening, you know that that dance competition is is not a family vacation. Just thought I'd mention that because I think... (laughs) Ree's talking about an actual vacation, an actual holiday where you go away and, and don't have to work. A really interesting concept. It is an interesting <laughs> concept, but it's one that we deserve. I really, really believe it. I, I practice it myself as often as I can. That's awesome. What a fun rant today, Ree. I love it. I love a good rant. <laughs> and... I, if, if I can get my listeners to walk into the studio this afternoon or tomorrow more confident that it's okay to make a living, it's okay to stand up for what you believe in, that's what this whole thing is all about. So with that in mind, let's say we're going to enjoy the journey and we're going to enjoy making a living. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. 
Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 